Bree. And I'm Jamie. Tell us about that one time. Welcome, welcome everybody to our late night stream. We are doing an abduction hotline live. We don't normally do these live. We normally pre-record these, but we thought what a beautiful way. Why not we open up the stream to the masses out there? You guys can talk about your experiences and things like that. We're even going to be playing a voicemail tonight to kind of kick it off. Bree's already in her cozy, comfy pajamas. I'm in top to bottom jammies it's a vibe it's a safe space it is definitely i got the lights off here we got our purple vibes going on it's just for yeah. like a calm calm chilling so why don't we just go ahead and start and kick it off and play our very first voicemail that we have uh i don't know if you guys know this but we do absolutely have a hotline that you guys can call into at any time and leave us a voicemail not everybody wants to come on and talk about their experiences live not everyone wants to have their face attached to it so we do have that hotline for you guys whenever you guys want to call in please feel free to utilize that whenever you want. So are you ready for the for the first one, Brie? Yes, please. Hi, my name is Michael Hawes. I am the host of the Black Sight Files podcast. And I'm going to tell you about that one time, that one time where I saw a UFO coming home from college. It was actually a college uh, film shoot. So one day, me and my college buddy are driving back home in Sarasota, Florida, and as we're going down the road in a suburban neighborhood, you know, it's a pretty busy street. I look up in the sky, and I see this orange cube floating in the sky. And I'm not one of those who immediately says, UFO, it's got to be. So I'm looking, and I'm looking at my friend Mike. I look again, and I'm kind of concerned. I'm like, I'm like what, what is that? And then as I'm, and so we hit a red light and I'm leaning closer and I finally peel my head out the window. And as I peel my head out the window, I notice it has almost like an orange translucent, but also very vibrant sort of sheet coming off the back. So it's going and it's bright, bright orange. And I, I kind of look at my friend and I ask him, I was like, Hey, Mike. I don't want to be that guy, but is is that what I think it is? And he leans over, and he's we're at a red light, so he stopped and he's really concentrating. And says, "I don't know what that is." So we're driving, and then we notice the two cars on the east side of us are both craning their necks. They're looking, they're looking, and we decide to pull off into a side road. And when we pull off in the side road, a bunch of cars start pulling up behind us. And then everyone's getting out of their cars, pulling up their cell phones. And we're watching this object in the sky, and it immediately stops. And as it stops, I, I notice, like, it, it glows brighter. And as it's glowing brighter, it starts to look like it sparks a little bit. And then it starts moving again, but this time a lot faster. And it's, and then it stops really high in the sky, and something, forms off of it like it was another orange ball kind of floats off of it and that's when i kind of was like okay this is this is weird this is really weird because if it was a chinese lantern it wouldn't form another lantern so the people start panicking around me and i start panicking and then the 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 ball that came off of it the smaller ball shoots up into the sky like a thousand miles an hour and then this thing slowly starts blinking, 
and then it bursts into like five different balls, and all five of them go directly into the air. And that is my UFO story. That was strange. I still to this day have no. Wow. Okay. So it's interesting because we've been seeing a lot of videos with the like the, the UFOs having the babies. Yeah. Cubes. Because you've brought up cubes a few times. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. where it seems like they're morphing, dropping the kids off, and morphing. Yeah, for sure. It's so crazy that he said Sarasota because I used to live there. Mm. Mm. We have Ben from UFO Garage. Hello, Ben. What's Hello, up, darling. Ben? You had a great stream tonight. We're doing the abduction hotline. If you guys want, you guys can call into the voicemails. If you guys want, you can come on on StreamYard. Whatever your little hearts desire. The streams and the open and the openness is there for everybody to come and talk about your experiences, whether they be paranormal or alien. We are open to you guys. That's true. And yeah, this is the very first time. It's kind of crazy. We usually pre-record these. We've never actually opened it up to live. If someone wanted to join and tell their stories live, it's not to put on any pressure. It's just more, I think not everyone knows that we have this. And um, there's lots of people that we talk to every day on stream now that have a story. So many people have stories and it's not always the most appropriate time to share them. So this is our dedicated time for if anyone feels like coming on and sharing their story. We won't open the stream to everyone. We will do it one at a time most definitely because, um, you know, it takes a lot to open up and tell someone your story. It's different, I think, if you just see a UFO and it doesn't do anything to, like to you emotionally but for a lot of people there's a lot of built-up emotion around certain experiences and so we just want to be respectful to that so if anyone joins we will have it that host time, that space for you and while absolutely. we're waiting for for anybody to come on brie why don't you tell us you know one of your personal experience stories that you've had <clears throat> You know what? I will tell you the weird one that I have that we've okay. talked about that I still don't know to this day what this is. Um, this is a situation where I feel like it could be a child's imagination and it could also be something more. I have no idea. Um, but when I was a very young girl, I hurt my leg and I couldn't get out of bed at the time. And I just remember being stuck in bed because I couldn't move. I remember it was my, I want to say it was my left leg. Like one of my legs was straight and the other one was out. Almost like if you were to like bend your knee and then put it all the way to the side. Like you're pretending it was to just play like dead stuck. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was stuck. And I feel like it was a bad reaction to a medicine actually. Oh. Um, but I have a very vivid memory of being all of a sudden surrounded by firefighters and they healed me. Uh, And this was like a thing where I don't even know how this came up on the podcast. I really don't remember. Actually, no, I think it was, we did like an abduction checklist and one of the thing was um, screen memories. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I told you that story and you were like, Brie, does it make sense for firefighters to 
come to, come your, to your bed in the middle of the night and like surround your bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I think I still think about to this day because I don't have a lot of memories from childhood. It's very like my memory is very blocked. But a lot of the times it's just certain moments. Like mm. whatever happened in that moment that I remember, it's like stamped where it's like pay attention to this or this is weird kind of thing. And that was one of those instances where I really felt like there were firefighters that surrounded me in my bed and just like healed me. Wild. I remember when you first told me that story and I literally, like as you were saying it, I was like, firefighters, none of that makes any sense. This sounds like a contact experience to me, like a suppressed contact experience. It's Your brain trying to make sense of it, saying that it's firefighters. So I share this only because I know that screen memories are real. And because I feel like if someone else told me that story, I would probably say that back to them. Yeah. However, deep inside of me, I still don't know. Mm. Because all that I know for sure was that there were firefighters that surrounded and healed me. Mm. It's so weird. Did you ever find yourself, like, as a child being afraid of the dark? Well, of course. Mm. I had lots of weird things. uh, So many weird things. Even, like, staying at my grandparents' house, um, being – it's weird because I'm trying to think, like, why was I even out in the middle of, like, the night? Mm -hmm. But I do remember, like, wandering the house and being so afraid to – go between like room to room Mm. and but I don't know why I was walking around I just remember like when they put me to bed it was such a big deal I was like okay I'm going to bed I have to stay here Mm -hmm. and I was just like let me fall asleep I just remember being like I'm here I'm alone and I just need to like sleep and stay asleep but I often found myself like wandering around the house Mm don't know why but I was terrified all the time and then it became this thing where I was like terrified to stay the night at their house because I was like they're gonna put me to bed and I'm gonna have to stay there and I'm not gonna stay there like Mm. in bed Mm. now did you did you ever think that maybe some of these like it's weird like when did you come to the conclusion that some of your childhood memories weren't really what they seemed was it wasn't until we started really talking about kind of our experiences mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just know that I have lots of weird, weird things that happened to me as a kid. Lots of things like that where in the middle of the night I found myself in a strange place or um, being afraid to move from room to room. That didn't just happen. Well, it happened a lot at my grandparents' house. And then um, I think it, that happened one time at my house. But definitely my grandparents' house. And they live um, in Gilroy. They live off of um, Birchall Road. So, you know, like if you're going to Bonfante Gardens in the back road? Yes, 100%. Before you, yep. mm-hmm. So, like if you're on Watsonville, before you get to Bonfante Gardens, if you make a right, you turn off 
to Birchall Road and it like curves and it's like the country. There's still no cell service out there. And they had a gate. It was like a, a gated area, lots of land because my grandma would um, breed Newfoundlands, mm-hmm. the dogs. So there was tons of lands because c- she would breed Newfoundlands. She also had horses. It was just like a huge country type of area. Mm-hmm. And I stayed there a lot as a kid, and I have a lot of weird memories there. Mm. Always very, like, like in the middle of the night memories. Just middle of the night memories, wandering out in the house or just, like, realizing that I was, like, in a room. But see, then again, you could always be like, well, that could be sleepwalking. And you could just be waking up, and you're a kid, and you're just scared, you know? So that's another thing when it comes to experiences like this is it kind of bleeds into itself where you don't really know. And now being into this, um, I see like the similarities between both of them. So it's kind of weird because I don't really know what way to go to, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, wants- analytical minds like, oh, for sure, you could just have woken up sleepwalking. You 100%. know. Ben wants to know if the calls in could be anonymous. Yes, there's more than one way to be anonymous here on the hotline. You can call our number, which we have there at the bottom of the screen, and leave a voicemail. Or you can even come on here on StreamYard. I keep dropping the link inside there. You can use a fake name. You don't got to have your video up. You do got to have your audio up because we do have to talk about something. This is the sweetest comment from Case for Infinity. I heard the song 100% Pure Love tonight and thought of you. That's so sweet. So sweet. Bria's pure love. That's what I think of when I think of her. When I'm not in in goat mind, because if I'm in goat mind, I'm in kill mode. Kill mode, I know. (laughs) I go go so extreme. I can be in kill mode and then I can be in like, all right. Case for Infinity I got grabbed by a hat man, shadow man. I thought it had woken up, but that was part of the dream. Oh my God. I've had some weird dreams. Like, okay, I'll tell you about this weird dream. I have a dream like that, that I want to talk about after. Okay. Talk about, talk about it. Cause my dream isn't like that. So you stay on topic. Go for it. Not that long ago, actually, probably earlier this year. I had a very vivid dream of being in my room and there was a weird shadow-like man with a hat who grew so tall that he took up, like, he was so big that when he grew in my room, he was, like, bent over, like, looking Mm, at me like like that. folded over the room, yeah. And it, like, totally shadowed over my room. And then for some reason, my mind thought this is a vampire Mm. and then so in my dream i jumped up and i like jumped in front of josh because it was like we Mm. were like laying in bed sleeping i jumped in front of josh and then i was like be gone Mm. like some straight like be gone like in the name of jesus kind of shit but i was just like be gone and i fucking vanished him out of there and then i woke up and i was just like what the fuck? Like, I was, like, looking in the corner of the room, like, is he gonna... It, like, like it took me a second to, like, shake out of it. That's crazy. But that All reminded right. me of that. We have our first call-in. We have we have little Benjamin here. Hello, hello, little Benjamin. Hello, yes. It's me. Hi, sweetheart. Benjamin. Hello, Hi. little Benjamin, darling. <laughs> Welcome to Abduction Hotline. How are y'all tonight? 
We're doing fantastic. We're just here telling stories, man. It's new. Like, you are clove. That's new. I, I I know it's 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 a new thing I'm trying. Not only clove, but like very well, like the colors all match, very well put together. Oh, I'm just flattered that you that you noticed. Not Absolutely. no one. Joe didn't, Joe didn't say everything. Joe didn't say anything about my matching of the lights in that. No, it's shirt. everything. Yeah, you did. It looks like you really put Eyes, some care into shirt, it. Yeah, your all hat, of it. The lights. Wow. Yeah, it's a full on production happening. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It takes weeks. <laughs> It takes weeks. My <laughs> wife, my wife dresses me. So, oh, well, you know what? Kudos to her. her. Yeah, seriously. For yeah. Sure. Uh, I uh, first off, I just want to say this is yeah. amazing. I, I like <clears throat> me, uh, me and Joe had talked about like this, like the call in thing is like it, it's so awesome, and the fact that you guys do this and and the way that you guys do it is so great. So, I mean, I commented oh, like, "Hey, you. is is it cool if we do like anonymous?" And I was like, kind of thinking man if i could do it in a, in a weird voice but i've already i've kind of told this story <laughs> once and this is the reason why i'm well, calling tell us, in tell us, I actually yeah. have, i do have a, a a really strange story that i don't really talk about often yes so i, I want to get y'all's yes. opinion on it yes okay and, like i wouldn't like i've told my wife about this like joe's knows about it but it's just like a, a very strange part of my life that that i have no it's like almost the start of it, but it also brought up a lot of memories. Like after this happened, I started to, I mean, I was at my adolescence. This story that I'm about to tell, it was like 17 years old. I was still in high school. I was like a, a, a senior in high school, just about right. to be at least. And after this story, after this incident happened, I started to have memories from my childhood that were pretty crazy. And I have never told them ever before. And that's that's for another time. But this story in particular, this is how it started, is that uh, I had a couple of friends over. Uh, my house was kind of like the party house. Like my parents were like, hey, we have oh, enough wow. bedrooms where like your friends could stay the night as long as everybody's safe. You can or mm -hmm. not like it was a sight unsaid. Like they were yeah. like, we know you're going to drink somewhere. Why not? Your son be here, drink and 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 have fun here, and and so we know where you are and everyone's safe anyway. So it's like maybe four four buddies. So yes, there was alcohol involved, but like, dude, we're seventeen years old, and uh, not a pretty normal night. We 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 partied and until like maybe one a.m. That was back in those days, pretty, pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I remember going to bed and feeling like, hey, I'm pretty proud that I didn't, you know, I didn't get too crazy. <clears throat> and I, I, uh, I, I lay down in bed and I, I go to sleep and I'm in this, like, I used to have this like twin bed and my uh, room faced this large window. It was like this, there was a wall and then like this large arch window towards, uh, towards the South. And I, I, the reason I know it's south is because of the way the sun uh, mm -hmm. moves. This is this comes in handy later. But I remember going to sleep very fast. I, again, like I did not have that much to drink. Like it was like I was pretty, I was yeah, pretty new to drinking. Like I wasn't like messed up, right? I, I just feel like I have to say that. I go to sleep. I wake up consciously, can't move my body, and I'm I am levitating off of my bed. And I feel, I feel wind and I can hear it uh, all around me. Like, whoosh. 
It was so loud all around my body. And I'm, I'm, I'm levitating hanging off my bed. All I can do is look around and I can only move my eye, eyeballs. And I see this bright light outside of the window. Mm-hmm. And I know that it's not the sun because at 1 a.m. the sun is not up. No. And I just remember like being terrified now, trying to like scream, make a noise, or like, like, ah, or, like say something or move my body. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, the next thing I know, I am standing in front of my kitchen, my parents' kitchen uh, uh, sink. I guess filling a glass of water. So it goes, it goes from like, boom, boom, boom. I'm like hearing and feeling this wind. I can, I, it gives me chills just even talking about it. Like, yeah, surrounding my body. Um, and I know a lot of there's, there's, there's a lot of subjective nature, you know, uh, surrounding dream like states, but this was to me, it was real. Uh, so yeah. I, I wake up in front of the, the sink and I'm filling up water and I'm like, okay, let's just pretend that that didn't happen. Didn't happen. So I go back to bed and uh, I, I just, do you ever have one of those like moments where like, you're like, there's no way I'm going to go to sleep ever. Like, like tonight, yeah. not ever, but like tonight, like there's no way I'm yeah. going to go to sleep. I'm, mm-hmm, I'm like too mm-hmm, wired. Mm-hmm. Something really traumatic just happened to me. There's no way I'm going back to sleep. Well, that's what the emotion and, and the, uh, the, there was trauma involved. Like I was, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. actually terrified, terrified. Yeah. Terrified. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I didn't, I, I, I had watched alien movies. I was kind of like privy to aliens, but like, nowhere near involved as i am now to this day this is mm-hmm. again this is like the origin but uh i remember going to sleep like immediately like there would be no reason why i i, I would go to sleep because like my mind was fucking on fire mm-hmm. and, and and i wake up and i was i was wearing different clothes when i woke up the next morning no oh. yeah so that's my story that's, That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm seriously. Shocked. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, pretty freaky. It's interesting shocked. too because so I I my experience that I had, I woke up the next morning and I was wearing different clothes than I went to bed with as well. And that was like one of the key things when I woke up in the morning when I was like, something's not right here immediately. Did you have that same sense when you found yourself in different clothes or did it take a while? See, when we... Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to get into, you know, our, our past interviews, but like, st- yeah. like when you told your story on our <laughs> show, I was like, oh my God, I want to tell her. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, oh yeah, me t- I didn't want to be like, oh, me too. But like, yo, mm-hmm. that's some real shit. It's crazy when you, when you, when you hear people's stories who are super similar to yours, because I think it brings a lot of validation to like the emotions that you were feeling, not just about like what the experience that happened, but the emotions you could understand that someone else also felt those kind of emotions that you were feeling. Yeah. Well, like just not knowing what happened is like probably like, it really fucked for me for like years, like not knowing like, Mm -hmm. Oh Mm -hmm. dude, Mm -hmm. I hate that. Yeah. Like, after that, uh, I mean, the years pers- that followed, it's like, I, uh, the only thing I can equate it to is like getting blackout. And I only got blackout like one time in my life after that, like, <laughs> and it was terrifying. And like, luckily I was with my then girlfriend, now wife. 
and I was like able uh, to ask her. Yes, beautiful when you were woman. seventeen. Well, uh, been... so the first time I actually got black, I was like twenty two. So I okay, okay, met but my wife when I yeah when I was like 21, 22. But uh, so I was able to ask her like, hey, what did I do? And she was like, yeah, you just like danced uh, like a lot. <laughs> Like, I can really, imagine like, you doing that. Like I can see that too. Yeah. She was like, you like dance really good. And I was like, like better than I do. Like normally she's like, normally? I don't want to hurt your feelings, but like you were way better. Because <laughs> you were loose. You just, you felt it. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was is dance like a code word for something else? Oh, uh, no, 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 <laughs> that did not happen that night. Just dancing. Just dancing. <laughs> I'm just joking. And... She's like, you dance better than and... you do. <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? Um, right? Can I probe a question after? Is is that? Sure. We a... Please, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I'll finish this. It was it was yeah. the, okay. the equal uh, feeling of like at mm. least I had someone to ask like, hey, did I say something? And dumb? told you. It, but the, in this situation, like I had no one to ask. Like what? What did I do? What did I say? Because there was like four other people sleeping in my house. We had a lot of bedrooms. Mm -hmm. um and and no one no one remembers anything anything and, else i mean my friends believe me to a certain extent mm -hmm. it's just mm -hmm. it's, it's been a thing and, there's a stigma yeah. around it still yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. anyway yeah brie you had a question Bri, what's your question i had a two-part question my first question was going to be that you mentioned that after this event you then started like other memories came back to you right about your childhood so were there yeah. any other memories that are similar or strange and then also have you ever reached back out to those people that stayed the night at your house to see if maybe they also went through something strange and they didn't feel comfortable telling you at the time yeah okay i'll, I'll try i'll try to stay on track um the first question is uh what memories did i kind of bring up was after that, I started having like really vivid, vivid memories of when I was, I could vividly, I could picture, and I told my mother this, who, this is a really long story, but she has her own experiences that I later found out. But I, I was like, mom, did I ever have this, like this toy that was like a blue and white, like boat with wheels with a guy with a fisherman, like with like a fishing mm. thing. And I was like, mom, did I ever have this toy? Cause I used to have this after this sighting or experience, I don't know what you call it yeah experience experience uh, yeah i i started having these like recurring dreams of when i was a baby like oh. when i had this particular toy well, i was like two years old so like i remember that so it's nothing like crazy like i don't yeah. remember entities or beings or craze which is why I will probably never get regressed because <laughs> you save don't want to see that stuff yeah to yeah, yeah. save my sanity same, same. But I mean, we can draw conclusions, right? Yeah, of course. Um, so that particular dream, it's like I'm I'm like in this this forest, right? And I have this like Ren. You remember Ren and Stimpy, right? Like, yeah, of course, mm -hmm. yes. Okay, so yeah. I, like my brother had this Ren doll. It's like a stuffed animal that had like a little belly. Mm -hmm. um, but in my dream, I would zip open the belly and I would crawl into it. And then I would like go into this room full of toys and I would play with this. Pr I, I could pick out all the toys that I used to play with when I was like two years old. And I was like checking this with my mom, like, Hey, mm. describing these toys. And she was like, yeah, no, we have photos of this stuff. Like, yeah. That used oh, to... shit. So it was like these vivid, like very 
specific details that I would remember. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I w- it's not that I wish that it was more specific, but um, that it's weird, right? Like, I don't know what to yeah. think about it. So, so yeah. after that, like, I'd never really thought about that uh, before that experience. And then all these like really strange memories. There's some other stuff that I, I, I kind of don't want to share, but like, Keep nice. keeps keep some, yeah. Keep it the yeah. next mm-hmm. the next hotline. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to take up too much time. No. But uh yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, this is some of the stuff that uh that your mind like I don't know what what category you guys fall into. Like uh, a lot of people think like if if an experience happens when you're close to sleep, like maybe have you know, take that with a grain of salt. Mm, yeah, like, we don't believe do guys, that here. We don't believe you, that here. We don't I, believe that here. I, I'm I'm the same way. Like that yeah, we're not into that. That doesn't negate your experience. No, right? because the, th- no. the thing is, is that there's there's people who have experiences like physical in this world experiences, like me and you have had, Joe. And then there's experiences that Bree has had that are in dream time during meditations. You know, having contact. So there's different ways of of these things getting to us. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, like even just listening back to an episode that we're going to drop this week that we did a couple years ago, and Mm -hmm. it was about astral traveling and these and all the stuff. And then it brought back all that research that I had done. And basically the whole, the whole basis of everything is consciousness. And there's been so many doctors and different psychiatrists that have done abduction work that have actually brought these people down to where they think that they're having an in-person experience, but really it's just a consciousness one. And so I'm almost leaning more toward that most experiences are just a conscious experience. And that almost makes more sense to me than an alien actually coming here and and taking someone's physical body dude i'm almost at the point where i would say that well i don't want to because i don't want to like offend people but i almost don't think that people are being physically taken i think that people are being consciously taken and that your mind is so powerful that you feel like it's it's real physical and that these man like there's physical manifestations of what has occurred and it mm. just makes so much more sense because that's where you can meet these other beings especially if they're interdimensional that makes so much more sense for them to meet you on a different mind like a different stage of your mind than them actually penetrating down to a 3D version and and seeing you in the flesh that just mm-hmm. that makes so much more sense damn I mean, that just blowing minds over here. I'm well, I, oh, you're like making me, my, my brain's going all dif- different directions. Like think about reality itself. Like it's right. Our, our, what is truth? Like going back to like, what what's is truth? real? Is, is it, is it <laughs> what we say? Is it like what one or more people agree on what happened? Or is it like, is there like a specific number? Is it like, does it depend on how crazy the incident is? Like, Oh, well, if that's too crazy. We need at least 14 people to agree that actually, actually happened. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, and where, and where do you, where, where do you put that line at? Where do you say it's like, well, if this many people are experiencing this shared reality, does that mean it's a real reality for everyone? Like, where's that line at? Yeah. 
Yeah, that is, I think, the crux. It that is the point, right? Like this this phenomenon. It is is I, I'm in a place like every, everything's kind of changing every like week for me. Like my like uh, okayness with where this is headed because we're all on a journey, right? Like trying to figure this out. Yeah, and and where I'm at right now is there is a lot of love involved in the sense that mm-hmm. it's bringing us together. That's what's cool. Mm-hmm. What sucks is that we are as a society, as a collective, not okay with truth being our relationship to those who we trust. Our truth is now shifted into, can you prove it? And mm-hmm. how do we, and that, that question becomes, how do you prove that? It's, oh, it's with, it's with a physical light being, uh, uh, projected, projected on, on a digital sensor, which only can sense a certain spectrum of light. And then that we can like take a a moment in time of of light. Like it's a photo, right? Like that's how Mm -hmm. we prove shit now. Like we Mm -hmm. don't prove anything other than what we can sense. It doesn't make sense. Like a photo, right? We can all understand that. But like, there's like FLIR data, FLIR data. I happen to know that like what we see is just a photo. Like there's it's so much photo, more, yeah. mm-hmm. so much more on that spectrum that, that you're not seeing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. I just, I can't say any more than that, but like, I just have friends uh, anyway. No, even though like with know. that, no, but even with that, it's like the, these theories in science now were, one, there could either be like a simulated universe or that we live in a holographic universe, etc. So it's like we feel like it's real because it feels tangible, like we can touch it. But it's ultimately all of this is a projection anyway. Boom. Then there is no difference between mm-hmm. it feeling physical and it just happening with your consciousness. At that point, it's the same playing field. Mm-hmm. So are I have a question for you gals. Are we individually creating a, our own universes by ourselves or yes. is the universe creating us? Ooh. No. Both. I think I both. I think both. I yeah, don't think I th- it's we're our own universe. I think that like we're Venn- you can have realities, but I think that we're yeah. ultimately contributing it to one. And if there are infinite timelines that are happening in all of our consciousnesses, then we're just hopping between each one constantly. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Yeah. It's like some deep thought. This is, this is, should be saved for deep thought, deep thoughty wava. That's some deep thoughty wava stuff. I know. I know. Happy wabas. But that's what happens when you get into the subject, though. It's like you start to peel back one layer and then you just go down a rabbit hole of like, well, it could be this or this or this or this. And the possibilities are so endless and infinite that the in the reality, the, the possibility of us actually saying what it really is, is very minute. Yeah. You know, like that's how many possibilities are out there that we probably couldn't even possibly think of actually what it is. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we can act ask the ask the question <laughs> is super fun right like we could ask these questions and uh and think about it that's what's super fun 
It was um, super fun. You know, like a lot of experiencers like yourselves, like this can be very traumatic. Um, but you know, there's this talk about 2022 being able, uh, there's a lot of like uh, star uh, child star uh, seed talk about uh, moving in between one veil into the other. Mm-hmm. And it, it, what it boils down to is like how you perceive your past experiences and um, the past is safe. Like that is, I mean, there's a, that's a quote from a show I'm watching right now. Uh, but it's, it's such a dope quote. It's such a dope quote. The past is safe. The future and the present are are always changing, and it's it, it, it's a dangerous world. And what we're experiencing is, I feel like it's a little bit of both. We are manifesting the universe, and the universe is handshaking and saying, "Hey, mm-hmm. ooh, a little bit of that, a little bit of this." Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit and sometimes we're gonna blah, 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 and like kind of fuck with yeah, you a little bit yeah 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 yep mm-hmm. yep yep 100 it always does i, I feel like Curveball. but that's kind of like the fun of life though i think that's what really brings the spice of it is you think you're on one track and then the universe is like well wait a second i have some other news for you yeah <gasps> oh my gosh i'm so okay. glad that you shared that a yeah. little yeah, benjamin thank you ben- yeah. little benjamin I'm like yeah, I, I don't want to make uh, uh, or I, I know you probably have a line of people, so I just wanted to say what's no, up. There's no one here. Did, no, because no, I didn't want to drop the stream the stream number while you were talking because I didn't want anyone else to have to come in and sit. Oh, so I was, I was like, waiting. there's no one here. But no, I was oh, waiting. Have one last, I didn't drop it. One last question out. for you. Oh, yeah, yes. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I hope the question is yes, but no pressure because it's your it's your story. It's your timeline. It's your life. Oh, my God. Do you consider yourself an experiencer. Yes, 100%. I think any I think anyone who has seen something in the sky that they can't explain that they've went down at least asked two people, two, their mom, their 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 spouse, their their significant other, their brother, their sister, their convenience store guy or woman they see every morning like, "Hey, if you at least talk about it and and check that on your ego, then you're an experiencer. I uh, but I, I do think that it 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 needs that check because you mm. can't do this alone. You can't be an experience by yourself, experiencer by yourself. No, it's lonely there and confusing and yeah. and hard. It's not fun. It's so many questions and you don't know where to go for long. answers. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, if you believe yourself and and believe that you're taking this a lot of, I think a lot of people take this, this road, this path of, of uh victim, like being the victim and like, I'm right. And everyone else is wrong. I, I know that that's a really like, it's oh it probably feels so gooey and, and soft and warm and like at the beginning, but it really just rots away at you. Um, I, I I've seen it with a, a, a few people that yep. it, it just, it doesn't, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, go- it doesn't no. go well. No, you you feel so out of out of balance in your life, and you don't understand why. And it's to to watch it from a perspective as somebody who went through it and seeing someone else goes through it. It's very painful. Yeah. So so to have like that open mind and being able to be wrong and check your ego and say, dude, maybe what I saw was something else, mm-hmm. or maybe. Maybe I'm just going through some traumatic shit and I just need to 
Mm. Like, be honest with myself. I think a lot of people, if you can get past all those stages, this is what what I'm saying. If you can get past all those stages and at the end say, I still believe that I saw what I saw, then boom, you're an experiencer. That that's, that's where I'm at. And, and I, I think that I'm, I am an experiencer in that sort of way. Um, and For sure. I, I'm not somebody that, that could say, look, I, 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 I saw like grays. I, I'm, you know, I mean, yeah, but it doesn't have to be that way. Mm-mm. That's the thing. I think also, I, I really do feel that <clears throat> a lot of times people are also afraid to say that because they think that they have to be like, I saw a gray alien and it was, you know, I was laying on top of a cold metal operating table and I came back and now I have this chip in my ear, but it's like, that's not, that ended a while ago. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. It's happening in a different way now. Yes. And um, it's kind of like it's evolved with time. And that, that also leaves questions to why then like there's obviously something, a purpose or maybe different beings visiting us, things like that, because those stories seem to morph into this other thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. And so I think what people have to like step away and be like, no, you can acknowledge your experience. You don't have to be like, well, I'm not because I don't have, you know, I didn't pull out a tracking device out of my arm. It's like, right. no, it's not, it's not. It's right. There's so much more than that as well. It doesn't have to just be that kind of thing that's happening to you. It's almost stranger because it's like a consciousness. Mind fuck is what it feels like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, is this a dream? Did I imagine this? No, because then you have proof, constant proof coming back at you. That's showing you that it's not. Yeah. Oh my God. See, you're hitting us uh, such a nerve with me too. It's because I don't have any negative feelings towards my, my experiences. Like, yeah, I have some missing time. I, I think, but I don't, I don't, I don't feel negative about it. Like if, if I, if there's people out there that do have negative feelings, like absolutely. But that doesn't mean that you I guess what I'm trying to say is that the the experience that you have is for you and mm-hmm. yes, doesn't 100%. have to make sense for everyone else. Yep. Yeah. Could like, agree you with you more. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry if that didn't make sense, but like it doesn't have no, to be absolutely. negative or positive. You know, like you, you're experience, you're an experiencer. If you if you if you went through mm-hmm. some shit you really can't explain, like, and you maybe checked it with somebody else, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you probably see some shit. And I, I'd be willing to bet that a larger percent of the the population that totally. we think actually yeah. have, has seen some For shit, sure. and they just they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. They're talking about them cowboys, man. They're talking about oh, talking yeah. about them stuff, talking I, about I, NFTs, talking about crypto. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's so you really touched on something really hard, though, because it's like it's for you. A lot of the times these things happen in a way for you to understand and for you to think it's it's like it hits home in your heart, Yeah, you know, and it you shouldn't need the validation by, well, if I repeat it to someone else, it's not going to make sense to them. They'll rip it apart and say it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it was meant for you. 
because it makes sense and it hits deep to you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if that's how you feel, because that's valid, then you don't have to share it with anyone. But maybe go through that on your own first and just be like, okay, there's a reason that it was in this shape and in this form. It's for me, you know, and just have acceptance with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Ooh little that. Benjamin. I, I little Benjamin. feel so blessed by you sharing your story. We do. Seriously. We do. I, I can't honestly, you thank you for coming on. This. I know. We got to get you to come on the pod more. We need to have you and Ben come do a butt stuff with us soon, love. Yeah, you guys belong on butt stuff. You guys oh, my God. It. So I, uh, when you guys first, the first video you posted, I sent a vi- uh, the link to Joe, and I was like, holy shit, this is hilarious. Oh. I just, I just love, I just love it, dude. Like y'all are, um, I mean, we're, I feel like we're in the cut from the same cloth and hundred percent in the, in the idea of like, we know where we're at and it's not like we're trying to opposition, but Mm-mm. we just don't, man, we want to tell a story that no one else is telling. Yeah, you yeah. want to you want to bring something different to this community that other people aren't bringing there. You want to bring your guys's perspective and things and that's not sometimes that's a little bit against the grain and that's okay. Yeah. And uh, honestly, I just I I just love uh, uh love y'all's approach. I think y'all are hilarious. We love you. Since we the think you guys so. are hilarious. Yeah. We do. Uh, All right, yeah, thanks for having me. Together. All right, Ben. Thank we're you gonna have so to, much, we're gonna let ben. you go because we have someone else coming in, but we love right. you so much. Come back anytime. Thank you. All right. Bye. Yeah, actually, hit up the DMs. We need to schedule them on Buzzf. I'm surprised they we weren't know. our first guest, honestly. I know, honestly. <clears throat> All right, we have we have Cosmic Kev91 coming in next. Hello, Thank Cosmic Kev. You. Oh, what an impressive background. I was like, first of all, your background is fantastic. What is going on there? Oh, we got what is that? Star Wars. You got fucking collectibles. I'm looking like I can see any better, but uh, I know, right? Like you can see anything. Get your glasses, woman. I see Freddy Krueger. Oh, I see the Grim Reaper. For the second, I was like, is that Tales of the Crypt? Um. Nope. Who's the head? Oh, has that back there too? Under the Grim Reaper. What's the head? That's not Mike Myers. Who is that? Uh, yes, uh, that's uh, Michael uh, Myers from Halloween Kills. Oh, oh shit! It is. Shit. Okay. 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 Yep. Well, welcome to Abduction Hotline, love. What are you calling to yes. talk about today? Thank you. Um, just uh, I just uh wanted to say hi and uh and um i'm a big uh fan so welcome thank you um i uh watched your guys's uh show a couple of nights back and was pretty damn good oh thank you thank you thank you thank you but yeah, do you have um, any stories you feel like sharing? Yeah, I got a few, but like uh, one uh, was from last year. I did have an experience. Uh, um, this uh, this a uh, light um, this light being uh, um, what's it called? Uh, 
came to me and then um like while uh, i was meditating too oh. and then um yeah so like uh and then um uh what else happened and then like and then That's this so cool. just like uh being from light turned into a being aware just like um aware it sh showed just its uh face and oh, and its whole like uh self and then just um uh, saying that like uh that we need to clean our act up because if we don't then mm. stuff or things will possibly happen if we clean up our earth and ourselves and then and then the weird part was like i lost track of time too mm. like it felt like an hour and then oh then like after it was done my brother who was like uh, uh with me for part of the time said like where'd you go and i'm like <laughs> right by the park right he's you were like, like i was just over here yeah yeah like right here he's like uh no you weren't i was like okay well but yeah um that's just one of three uh, um, experiences that I had, but yes, I mean, this is a very good uh, object to uh, to like uh, talk to because um, because I got into this uh, thing like when I was like young, like 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 18 i think and then um what got me in to this was um roswell and area 51 yeah it's so interesting too because we hear a lot of times when people are talking like about their experiences that when they kind of come out of it there's this over sense or this overwhelming feeling of like, you guys need to do better. You need to protect your planet. Things need to be more positive. So like, it's interesting that you've experienced that because that's what a lot of people experience when they have those, those, those moments, especially with light beings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this being was like my height, like, like six, one, six, two, but then like, wow. like once this, being was done talking it went from being a being to like light then like gone whoa yeah and just took off that's amazing mm -hmm. i haven't so yeah, i haven't like, had any experiences with light beings myself but i've heard a few stories about that that sounds freaking nuts um but i have yet to see a a ufo though 
Oh, mm. interesting. But you don't really need to, if you ask me. That's next level. I was like, your experience yeah. already sounds way better than a UFO. That's like asking for a slider when you've already had a whole damn cheeseburger. <laughs> mm-hmm. More, <laughs> please, please, <on> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You're like, I've never oh. had a slider, but I've had some really good cheeseburgers. This is really good cheeseburgers, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. So do you meditate often now? Yes, I do. Um, almost, I mean, almost every other day. Um, wow. But yes, I need to get back um, on track. I've been freaking lacking. I'm not going to lie. On your meditation? It, it does wonders. I do before night, but it's not the same because I feel like um, like meditation before night that then leads into bed is just like whatever. But it, for some reason, I feel like when you're totally awake and you take the time during the day to do it, mm. I think your mind is more active. So when you uh, – let yourself like be in that space seems like more things happen i don't know maybe i'm just i don't know that's just how i feel i just for some reason i feel like i'm not if it's not during the day i understand I that sure. just but, like i do it and also, then i go to sleep but also you listen to like a lot of meditation music and stuff before you like as you're going to sleep that's what i'm saying is like i do it before i go to bed and then yeah, i let it lead me to bed sometimes mm, gotcha yeah that i listen to like a 12 hour stream <clears throat> yeah definitely with the lucid dreams and stuff a show i agree so. i agree well thank you for sharing your story well, that's like intense on, yeah. i'd like to hear yeah, more cool. light being stories from people yeah and i would love light, to hear more light beings with missing time even and having a witness to that is like yeah. it's very good yeah someone who can verify that missing time like yeah you weren't here for a while yeah because like my brother was like saying like you were staying there for like only a minute or two and then that's when i like uh got you and i was, I was like really like, <laughs> like I was like gone for longer than that. He's like, no, nah, man. Like it, 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 it was a minute, probably or two, and it's like, oh wow, oh, that's insane. He's like, yeah, that's amazing. That's crazy. Well, thank you again mm. for sharing. Yeah, thank you. You guys yeah, are really coming love. through with the stories today. And yeah, thank you for listening. This. It's yeah. very cool to meet someone that listens and stuff. It's Yeah, thank you. And come back you. anytime. You, you said that was one of three stories, so you'll have to come back on the next Abduction Hotline Live until the next one. Two Deal? more stories. Definitely. All right, love. Well, thank you for coming on tonight. We love you. Come back anytime, nice okay? Nice to meet you. And Thanks, yeah. love. Yeah, anytime you want. Of course. Thank you, guys. Oh, thank you. You are awesome. Aww, thank you. Thank you You're very sweet. Aww, you're so sweet. Thanks, babes. Oh, what an angel. All right. We are <laughs> opening up the lines again. I'm dropping the link inside of the chat, my love. <coughs> I feel it. It's creeping on me. What's creeping on you? Your sickness? Mm -hmm. the, the, the C word that we're not supposed to say? Yeah. Mm -mm, mm -mm. All right, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell one story that I have, and if no one else comes, then we're gonna end the stream. And I'm gonna tell one experience story that I have. Hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay. 
Chad Smith says, wrench me and I'll do butt stuff. I'm not. At, okay. All right. Let me go over to YouTube. Let me go to YouTube. All right. Back. So when I was living in Washington state, I had a ghost that visited me in the house that I lived in. Uh, at, when I first encountered the ghost that lived there my it was my mom's house and i lived in the smallest room and i had this little twin size bed that was up against the window and this window was really high up like the house was kind of like raised so in order to like stand up there you would have to stand on like a ladder or something to get to where my window was uh like if i stood out there like the window started at like the top of my head so at night, I would get this really weird figure that would come in my window and it would look like uh, shoulders and a hat. And it was like a man and he would be standing in my window. And it'd be really weird because I wouldn't be able to like no one could stand out there. Like no one was that tall to stand in my window and do that. And so I would always like put the blankets over my head and try to go to sleep. Be like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. And then eventually I started to tell my mom and her fiance about it at the time. And when I did... They were like, there's no way someone can stand out there. Let's go out there and look. And one night we went out there and it looked like in the backyard, somebody has drug a big giant stump and put it under my window and was standing there and then <laughs> removed the stump. And then it came back later, but we had no idea whether or not it was a person or a ghost. I still think ghost later in my life. When I was living there, we had, um, it would like, open up doors and cabinets in the kitchen when I was sleeping, like I'd wake up and it would like sound like the sink was running in the kitchen. But then when I would get there, it wouldn't be on and the cabinets would be open. I swear to God, that house was haunted. I feel like both, like, because ghosts aren't going to move a stump to hang out in your window. So what if your know. house was, wait, 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 I have a theory. Okay. Tell me your theory. What if this is someone in the neighborhood that knows that weird shit happens at that house, right? Because I feel like this is a movie plot here. Mm. You move into the house. It's hella haunted. Okay. And then the neighborhood kid or whatever knows mm -hmm. that the house is haunted and then drags a thing to look in to see if you're okay. Oh, actually, I do kind of like that. Because I feel like that happens in movies all the time where they portray the bad guy, but then really the bad guy is just checking mm. on you. To see so if you're, you're saying, okay, like maybe there's a there real was, bad thing. Yeah, so maybe, so maybe someone was making sure every night when I went to bed that I was okay. Yeah, they're like, or the kid was trying to be like, get out to the place get out. haunted. We're trying to tell you it's right there. I'm trying to tell you right now. Pay attention. But to his me. mom won't let you. Oh goodness. Yeah, I'm that's my that's my spooky to story. That. So we spooky All right, story well, bedtime. All right, if no one else wants to yeah. jump on. I think yeah. that we'll end it. We'll end and here. Next we'll come time, back next time. Yeah. Next time, put your jammies on exactly. and come share your stories with us. Yeah. All right. And well, thank you. Big shout out, though, to, to everyone that to shared ben. with us today. Yeah. It's a big shout out to little, our little Benjamin, should I say. Big shout out to Cosmic Kev 91. We love you guys. Thank you to Michael, who did our voicemail that we started off the episode with. And thank you, Bree, for sharing your stories. And thank you, Jamie, for sharing yours. All right. Good night. I love you. We will see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, we we'll see have um, Jess and uh, a rewind. Yeah, I might do a get ready with me. Ooh, do a get we ready shall with see. Me. We shall see. All right, good night. Love you guys. Yeah. Good night, bye. you guys. Bye bye.